here today with Emily Petty. She has uh, just been approved to go to Japan as a two-year intern, and we're really excited about the opportunity to interview her today. Uh, she's coming to us from her home in Beecher City. Beecher City, that's a mouthful, Beecher City, Illinois. So Emily, for the people that are watching and listening that don't know you, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your family. Sure. Um, I'm, my name is Emily, and I'm from Beecher City, Illinois. Like you said, very small town of 500. So that's very different than Tokyo, Japan with 37 million. Um, but I'm the youngest of four children, and I graduated from Welch College in 2019. And I'm getting my master's from Columbia International University, and I should be finishing up near December. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> All right, so what, are you, what did you study at Welch and what are you getting your master's in? Yeah, so both degrees is in intercultural studies. In your master's? Intercultural studies. Oh, both. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So no, you're fine. So you're going to be able to put this into practice really, really soon, uh, intercultural mm. studies. So uh, you said that uh, Tokyo, a city of 37 million people, hard to comprehend. For most of us, um, what kind of puts you on the path to go to Japan and um, uh, kind of tell us a little bit about that journey? Yeah, so I went to Japan the first time in 2013, and it was my very first mission trip ever. Um, but God used this trip to show me not only my purpose as a Christian, but his purpose in my life. So this trip showed me just what... Um, what my faith meant to me. Um, but I experienced the need for the gospel um, when I was 15 there in Japan, when I taught, would talk to a Japanese person. Um, you know, here in America or maybe wherever you are, um, when you meet someone and you have a relationship with them and they're like, wow, there's just something different about you. And you're able to be like, that's the love of God in my life. That's, you know, the hope of the gospel. Um, in Japan, it was like that, but the opposite. You meet someone and they have no hope in their eyes. They have, they're not aware of God. There's, they're not aware of true love by any means. And they've ne never experienced true community. So when you offer it to them, you can tell it's just something out of their normal. Um, and this was apparent to me. And so ultimately, um, remembering that and seeing that in their eyes is the reason that um, I'm on this path now. And this this really stuck out to me because um, in America, people are often met with this opportunity to experience God and they reject it. But in Japan, most of them have never been given the opportunity to know who he is. And so I promised myself then that I would go back. And um, I think back at the various seasons in my life, and I often asked myself in these different seasons, will this decision affect me being able to go to Japan? So this helped me to determine just the way I lived my life and the principles I lived by. And God was so faithful in each season because um, looking back, I saw him use my love for Japan to keep me on track and guide me through even very low points in my life. Um, even in this past year, especially in this process of going to Japan, God has called me to make certain decisions, big and small, um, without revealing why. And it wasn't until I would make that decision that he would reveal why I made the choice I did. And that just has um, proven his faithfulness to me and just allowed me to, with full confidence, go to Japan and share that hope and that reassurance that we get through the gospel. But um, I believe that God's been preparing me for this journey 
since 2013. And I want to take this time to go ahead and say, if you um, need a sign to go on a short-term mission trip, if it's been in your mind or you've had feelings, lingering thoughts about it, this could be God opening your heart to an overseas experience that will change the course of your life. And I just want to say, push you towards that if you haven't before to really consider prayerfully doing that. And did you go on that trip with E-Team or with your church or what? what? Yeah, I went through E-Team. I did E-Team for three years in high school. Okay. So my son, Isaiah, I had an opportunity to do E-Team twice. And uh, it, it, it was just like you said, it was a life-changing experience for him. Uh, I encourage our parents uh, in our church and, and any high school student that's listening or even college age student, you know, they have mm -hmm. trips for college students as well. The Hannah Project, all kinds of opportunities our denomination gives us to do these short-term mission trips. And I've able to go on a couple myself. Right. And I agree with you. I think it's something that every Christian, if they have that opportunity, should try to do. And it's definitely eye-opening uh, for mm -hmm. us all. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so you went to Welch, studied uh, cross-cultural intercultural studies intercultural studies <laughs> right and uh so you didn't didn't lose that that focus uh about going back uh, obviously only the lord knows what the future holds but do you think that this will turn into a career missionary or are uh, you just kind of waiting to see what the two years uh shows you um i'm of course waiting for the two years however um even in high school and in college my pursuit was full term um, career missionary that could change. And if it did, I would be sort of shocked. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my goal. So, uh, you mentioned Tokyo, that's the city that you're going to be working in. Um, mm -hmm. and with the, uh, hope alive, uh, church that's there, uh, kind of right. share a little bit with us about what you anticipate doing over these next couple of years and what you're going to be doing in the church and how we can, uh, we can be praying for you. Right. Um, so to kind of set the ground floor of, of that answer, um, just to understand that less than 1% of these people in Japan are Christians, um, and this lack of the gospel presence, this creates a culture of hopelessness where anxiety and depression, um, thrive. Um, almost 1 million people in Japan don't leave their houses because of the hopelessness and the mental health issues that they, they face. Um, these issues are not only expected, but they're ignored, and it would be shameful for a Japanese person to admit that they're struggling with these. So everyday Japanese people, they suffer in silence. Um, this results in really high suicide rates um, with 60 people every day with an average of for every one of those 60 is four attempts. So that's over 200 people every day who just decide that there's no hope left for them. Um, but I spoke with a pastor earlier this week, and he said something that really resonated with me. And he said that God is already gathering people who are ready for the gospel. And this is true. Um, there's a movement um, among young people in Japan who, for the first time ever, are being vocal about these mental health issues in Japan. And these are taboo topics. So the fact that there's young people willing to go against their culture and say, hey, this is killing us. Um, is a huge opportunity for the gospel to seep into their lives. Um, so these people are willing to say, hey, we need help. And Hope Alive is there saying, hey, we have the answer. We have the solution to that. Um, so in one way that Hope Alive does this is by creating community um, for, pe for people who are seeking more in their life. Um, 
So what that looks like for me is just, um, there's actually three of us younger interns who are going to prepare a community for those young adults um, who are seeking um, you know, refuge from their mental health. And so um, Hope Alive does a lot of different community outreaches where they um, create um, small groups of people based on their interest. Um, it's my goal to kind of create a community for young adults where they can express that um, mental health that they're seeking, you know, they're seeking those answers and I want to be able to offer a place where they can talk about it because it's not normal for them to be able to talk about it. Um, so yeah, that's my place in Hope Alive is, is keeping young, young adults, college age students, um, keeping those doors open for them to come in and have that community that they seek. So obviously anytime we're trying to share the gospel with people, um, their challenges and, uh, um, certainly that would be true in Japan as well. Um, it, it sounds like they, they have kind of a shaming culture. Is that, is that correct? I know right. there are some of the uh, uh, Oriental cultures are, are, are like that. Um, obviously, we want to pray with you about those challenges. What are some other things that we can be praying with you about, and then also um, kind of where you're at on the fundraising side of things and how people can support you to be able to go to Japan, uh, maybe share a little bit about some things that we can do to help help with that. Right. Um, as for prayer, I really think it's important that um, Hope Alive right now is um, doing some strategic planning for the next couple of years. And I think this is a really good time to all be on the same page and to um, help strengthen the community that's already in Japan, as well as how do we develop more. Um, so that's kind of where we're at right now is um, what does the future look like? How do we um, disciple the Christians that because they have new 11 new Christians there. So how can we disciple and mentor them into being able to turn around and disciple others? Um, so that's one prayer request is just to strengthen the community we already have and um, be able to build up from that and just hopefully multiply from there. Um, when it comes to fundraising, I'm about two months in, so I'm very really relatively new to um, the process. Um, right now, I'm starting off a um, 50 people kind of a thing. I need 50 people. This could be small groups, churches, or, or um, individuals who are willing to pledge $100 a month. And if a 50 people do $100 a month, I'll be 75% funded. And that's just an incredible opportunity to play a major part in taking the gospel to Japan. Um, so I challenge everyone to um, really pray about how you and your small groups and your churches can be involved in this essential part of, of missions. Um, the best way to connect with me is on Facebook. Um, this is because I want you to, I want to know you just as much as you know me. And I want to see and interact with your life as well. Um, I have a Facebook page, Emily to Tokyo. And that's where I'll share about the journey to Japan, as well as the missionary efforts that are already taking place there. And just kind of, um, as the ministry grows, um, to know better how to pray for what's going on there. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, right. As far as itinerary services, I know it's kind of difficult in the middle of a pandemic, uh, or hopefully at the end of a pandemic, I'm praying, um, to to schedule those. Um, but if there is a church that's interested in having you for service, um, are you traveling 
much outside of Illinois or are you trying to stay local? What's the best? Um, I am willing to travel. Um, I right now I'm doing kind of what's closer to home. Um, I'll be moving to Tennessee in May. Um, that will kind of um, put me in more central location so that traveling won't be as far for some of those surrounding states. Um, so yeah, I am willing to travel. I'll fly, I'll drive, whatever I need to do um, to help communicate this need. So Awesome. So uh, I just want to give you an invitation. Uh, if you're ever up in Ohio, we're mm. just about 30 minutes from the Ohio border. We're two hours from Niagara Falls. So <laughs> come at some point down the road and share your work in Erie, Pennsylvania, we'd, we'd love to have you for a service. Uh, it would be nice if you could get some other churches kind of out this way. So mm -hmm. you're not just coming to one, one service, but we would, there's an open invitation for you. We'd love to have you. And um, thank you. we definitely want to be praying for you, be praying with you. Um, you mentioned you're the youngest of four. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it'll be an adjustment for you, a leaving family and your family seeing you go away for a couple of years and certainly want to pray for that adjustment as well. Well, I really appreciate you taking a few moments to uh, share about your work and uh, we certainly wish you all the best and I'm, I'm excited to see and hear how, how God's going to use you there. Thank you. All right. God bless you, Emily.